0: What's up, what's up? Welcome back to the show. This is Kevin. And tonight I have Nick, James, and Tim. We are the Salty Gnome Company podcast. Say what's up, fellas. What's cracking? Good looking. What's up, guys? How's it going?
1: Now trying
0: to
1: come what's good, Shorty? What's,
2: what's up with it, Vanilla Face? Now <laughs>
0: Okay, so there's a turning topic that I have found last weekend at the beach, and I'm excited to hear you guys' opinion about this one. So it's actually going to be a little bit of a mini topic as well. So this is a pastor named Gerald Johnson. He's out of Michigan, who uh, obviously is a pastor, right? And unfortunately found himself uh, having a heart attack and dying. Now, while he was dead and before he was resuscitated, he unfortunately went to hell. And while he was down there, He said that he went down to hell and he was in this uh, lobby and he was kind of in a waiting room waiting to, I guess, be seen by Satan himself. And uh, he said in the lobby, they were playing music and it was all of the like top 40 pop music that were playing. He heard songs like Rihanna Umbrella. He heard songs from Jay-Z, Beyonce. The list goes on. If it's on if it's on top 40 pop radio, more likely it was being played down there. And while he was in the lobby, he was greeted by some demons. And they told him that all top forty music uh, is written by demons, and then it is given to the artist because obviously we all know that all the artists in Hollywood reportedly have sold them souls to Satan, and so the demons come up say, "Hey, here's a song. Go make a ton of money. Sing it." And so it made me start thinking: if all four of us were to, unfortunately, you no, know, say yeah, die right now, and well, we
2: went to, and we went to hell. Do what? I said, let me just say that if the pastor went to hell, then we
0: all know where we're going. Yeah, we're I going was a pastor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if all four of us were to, to die right now and go to hell and we get down there and Satan's like, all right, look, it's the four of you. It's kind of a combo deal. I got a, I got a little discount for you. I can either throw you into the lake of fire, which let's be real. It's kind of played out. Or I can put you all separate in a room and you know, be a little bit comfortable. There's no fire, but... You have to listen to one or a group of songs on repeat. So maybe start thinking, what songs would you guys choose that would be like Chinese water torture? Hmm. I can think of quite a few. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to start with mine?
2: Uh, Sure. All right. So we've actually played this one on the show before. That's uh, Rebecca Black Friday. Oh, yeah. Friday by Rebecca Black. Can't forget that one. Nails on a chalkboard. Horrible. I mean, it's iconic because it's Friday, but oh, my God. It's awful. Number two, Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. I, I don't know who in their right mind thought that it was a good idea to put that song on the radio, but they deserve a spot in hell. Um, and I guess my number three would be anything Alvin and the Chipmunks. If you remix <laughs> a song to Alvin and the Chipmunks, you you deserve to die in fire. I, it's awful. It's terrible. I can't stand it. It's terrible. Who like remixed it. one recently? Uh, I don't know, but I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to it, Nicholas. <laughs> I certainly won't do that, but I I, I can think of one like, um, what's that Christmas song by Mariah Carey? And the Alvin and Chipmunks do a version of that, and it's awful. But all I want for Christmas? Mm-hmm. I think that's right. It's yeah. you. As long as Mariah Carey's. It, that would be probably another one. I don't like that song by Mariah Carey, but I don't like anything Mariah Carey, but the Alvin and Chipmunks for sure
1: okay Anything about that yeah no. okay so <clears throat> i would uh i asked the family before coming down here to get some input from them as well always my favorite because i think that that's fair and uh my son took it very literal <laughs> <laughs> and he said a nightmare by avenge sevenfold would be on repeat <laughs> the crazy thing is, oh, is wow. i would I would dig it i would I'd be like yep that's my room yeah. yeah we'll just play that over and over again but um, my daughter, I think her best one was I'm Blue.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that? I, yep.
1: Eiffel 65. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm yep. Blue. Now I'm Indian. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh,
1: Sharon said anything by Blake Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> so just his yeah. entire library, just, just repeating. The, uh, just Blake, Blake Shelton's song And then it's I such think a terrible song. <laughs> as uh, a group we came up with, which is really funny. That you said that he said it's just the top forty. What what's even worse than top forty? Kids singing. Oh yeah, top, top forty. Top. <laughs> so anything yeah.
3: kids bop so would
0: a hundred percent be uh, the issue. So basically anything by Megan Trainer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. Remember yeah. all those like commercials that come on like in the '90s and early 2000s, like kids bop 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like popular hits from like uh-huh. already terrible songs. Yeah, they're already
3: bad. <laughs> yeah. They remade the Now that's music, but it was now that's <laughs> music 42. And then kids bop 61. Oh uh-huh. gosh! Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just got to stop at some point.
2: Just can't do it anymore. Those, those are like, good though.
3: Yeah, those are really good.
2: Well, th- yeah, thanks both of you. What about you,
3: Nick? I'll throw one out there. Actually, I got a genre, and then I'll throw a song. Uh, and i have a small story about the song but i'll uh we'll jump into that in a few minutes so really i like a lot of genres of music i like country rap rock all that but i can't stand like screamo rock i just can't stand it so i see that playing on repeat down there and um it drives me crazy screamo rock like if it's just screaming the whole time i Mm. don't if there's like singing involved and there's music playing and stuff like that i'm good like that. But,
2: have you seen that uh, video of the like really emo guys like wearing like the feathers and stuff like that? Yeah. And he's out there screaming like
1: emo on top, rock. Of, the, on top of the picnic table.
3: Man, <laughs> it's not your fault, but mine <laughs> <laughs> that singing loudly it's and more aggressive singing. Yes. If they're that. singing aggressively, I can handle that. But if it's just screamo <laughs> where you can't understand the words, it just sounds like they're demons themselves yeah know, i can't i can't stand that Perhaps. i just change the song i'm not gonna even instantly. pretend
1: to sing like that right
2: now
3: i don't right? want
1: to blow our ears
0: out i think i hear half
2: yeah. upstairs barking he didn't like that too much yeah my For sure. my well, he's gonna, a demon himself so he should be okay with
0: that my wife will probably text me here in a minute and be like who the hell is screaming <laughs> <laughs> before i do it uh, mine, of course i always have some type of write-up or a chart to read off to you this is uh nick brought this up a while back and it it was kind of funny it's Remember you said something, you're like, hey, a really cool topic is songs that people absolutely love, that we absolutely hate. And this list is called 21 Songs Everyone Loves, But I Hate Them. Uh, of course, Rebecca Black was number one with Friday. Oh, yeah. Number two was Justin Bieber, Baby. That song is absolutely cringeworthy. Um, I will listen to it. Nope. Now, number three, Carly, <laughs> Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen, hey. which is a wedding banger. Uh, you. Yeah, you drop the what? Vo- yeah, for a wedding? Yes, because you get all the you know all the females on the on the um, on the dance floor, wow. and right when it gets to the part where you slam the volume down uh, to cut out the calm, you maybe dude the place erupts. With people uh, number four, TikTok by Kesha. That song was pretty terrible. Um, what makes you beautiful by One Direction? That was pretty terrible. Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. I actually kind of like those. song. Pull my hair out having to listen to that. Which one?
1: Uh,
2: Uptown
0: the, Funk. Uptown uh, Funk. The first time it came out, you're like, oh okay, don't. I do, do, do like the do, intro, do, 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 don't. for sure. Now I'm kind of done with it. I do like the intro <clears> throat> with throat> yes. the with the the talk box and stuff like that. That's yeah. That's, that's, that's now I cheap. take offense to of this next one because you cannot put Rick Astley "Never Gonna Give You Up" on the list of songs that are terrible. No, I actually played that at my wedding. Believe Never or gonna not. give you. Ali and I played that as we were leaving the altar. Basically this, song, <laughs> this song, this <laughs> Basically, this whole podcast is going to be us doing karaoke. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> when that song? It's going to be so much fun.
3: There was like a YouTube link, and it was just everyone was getting these QR codes of that song would play from the YouTube. Yep. So still it, do it. it was a thing that just it, went, it was everywhere. It was viral. The song has got more plays on YouTube than like anything else.
2: Wow. And it's a great song. I love it. I mean, it was annoying to get, like, you know, Rickrolled, but it's called, what, Rickrolling, right? Get, to get Rickrolled by somebody? Like, Is hey, man. that the Rickrolled song? Yeah. 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 I, get, I get Rickrolled by yeah. a professor in college one time. They're like, oh, yeah, here's your here's your uh, final grades. I couldn't get it up to Blackboard or whatever, but here's a link to it. And she linked, uh, Rick Astley, never going to give you up. And Rick rolled every single one of us. It was pretty funny. I was like, that's a good, that's a good touch. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good touch. But did I pass?
0: But did I, <laughs> but but did I, I? pass? Uh, the next one was, what does the fox say? That was a terrible song. Oh, God. So ding, the, ding, ding, ding. Oh, oh. Yeah. So
1: that means the gummy bear song is going to be on there, too. It's man. probably. Dun, that? Dun, 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 dun. that one? I don't.
2: I'll have to look it up. Later. Oh, I remember the Gummy Bear song now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm a Gummy Bear. Yes, I'm a Gummy Bear. <laughs> oh, God. I'm a yeah, that song. Gummy Bear. Oh, it's so bad.
0: Oh, Lord. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thanks for bringing up the. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh our Fox. girl uh the next one our girl uh uh Anna Kendrick with when i'm gone where everyone calls the song cups.
2: Oh, the cup song? Yeah.
0: i like all of the memes for the cup song
2: or the vines or whatever when they were like doing the cup song with full cups of water and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, <laughs> <just throwing laughs> That was pretty all the place. They are like upset cuz they're spilling the water everywhere. That was pretty funny, but uh, that's the only good thing about that song.
0: The next one on the list is Aqua Barbie Girl which yeah, you know, the song is back when it first came out of course it was Everyone loved it. Now it's a little bit cringe. I played that on my
2: friend's discord on 10 hour repeat. Uh,
0: so I'll go. I'm going to say the next one, but I will, this will go first. So if like Tim made a list of my top three, this one will be one that would go on there. I cannot stand. I don't understand the infatuation with it. The song, let it go from the movie frozen. It was not that great of a movie. Mm-hmm. It is not that great of a song. I get so tired of every sporting event. Playing "Let It Go." So I it's like interject. it sounds
3: like you are holding a grudge. I like for you to let that go. Uh, I don't like I, ter-
0: <laughs> I don't like terrible music, and I do not like terrible uh, movies. I so will really interject cool, with so I that. One. At first, it was like, okay,
2: this is really annoying. But then, you know, the the kid wants to hear it all the time, so you're going to play it in the car all the time, and then you're going to start singing it too, just because it makes her happy. So it's kind of. I
0: don't know. You hate it, but you love it at the same time. That's true. About yeah. It. Now it still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter has poor taste. I'll do a I'll couple. Dare you. There's hey. 21 of these things. I'll do a few more. Uh, a Break Breaky Heart by Billy Ray Cyrus, which awful. It, it, the back in the day, that song was, course, number one. I don't know if I'd be really one on my list. Uh, Gangnam Style would be number two on that list. Mm-hmm. That song was absolutely terrible. Don't tell me Party Rock Anthem is on his um, list because I love that song. Uh, Blurred Lines is next, oh, yeah, uh, cool. which uh, it kind of goes back to Bruno kind of oh, Mars. Yeah. Everybody get up. I don't know. It hey, sounds hey, so hey, good when
1: you do that. Hey, is that hey, your come. dream
0: job? No, doing uh, doing Robin Thicke impression. Yes. <laughs> uh, Blurred Lines is on the list. <laughs> uh, not on my list, but that was on here. Uh, the Harlem Shake. Actually, that that's not really even a song. Uh, your, yes. Last one. James Blunt you're beautiful you're beautiful no absolutely way. cringe lovely song worthy song one of the worst
2: my love is life. brilliant terrible my um, love is pure
0: uh real quick i'll run through the last ones someone actually put happy birthday on this list that's kind of uh yeah i don't like hearing, hearing that song a loser either. that's kind of weird the songs annoying. um and the last uh, the last one i'll do is because uh, this list goes on forever is it's a small world that's you know, I, I don't understand how a lot of people find
2: that, like, the most annoying song in the world. It's a small world. After, I mean, there's far more annoying songs, but <laughs> that one more. comes up, like, very often. I think in, like, cartoons, they use that one as torture,
0: <laughs> believe it or I mean, not. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. So that would be, read those back to me, uh, Tim. You've got Let It Go, <clears throat> uh, Gangnam Style, You're Beautiful,
1: got anything from Blake Shelton, uh, Kids Bop, I'm Blue what do you have? Da D. Rebecca Black Friday, Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Baby, anything Alvin and the Chipmunks. Anything metal, Screamo. And the one thing that no one mentioned, and I was going to save just to make sure somebody would say it, how did, nowhere did it get mentioned this is the song that never ends?
0: Like, Oh, yeah. Because I'm the song that because I'm that it, yeah. annoying person who actually likes that song. song to annoy people? Well, I reached out. Uh, obviously, you can tell Paul like Paul isn't on this one. But Paul did phone this one in, so to speak. He said to, to tell everyone that a song that would be played in hell, that would be Chinese torture, would be basically the greatest hits of Weird Al Yankovic. <sighs> oh, how's re- that make you feel, James? Just on repeat. Uh, this isn't, this but he did bad. say deep cuts. And I said deep cuts with the Spanish on the B side. So you're going to get all the English ones and then flip it and it's going to be all Weird Al in Spanish. (laughs) So there's that. I would agree with Tim real quick on anything by Blake Shelton, uh, anything by Kenny Chesney, anything by pretty much 99% of anyone on the radio currently. Uh, Yeah, I'll go there. But I thought that was interesting. Like he was a pastor to wrap this up. He was a pastor. He thought he was living by, by the Lord and he wasn't, I guess. Goes to hell just to find out that in hell, you're going to be burned alive because uh, you're somewhat uh, whatever uh, burning alive for eternity. And you're going to be listening to Gangnam Style, James, <laughs> 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 uh, anything on top 40 radio, uh, Rihanna, Usher, Usher, Flo Rida, anything that's on uh, top sure, 40. <laughs> uh, yeah. sure. So if, if you so listen to me, folks, if you have a favorite song right now, uh, you better really mean it. Because you're gonna spend eternity listening to that song. And you better repent. <laughs> <laughs> I've
3: got I've got one more song I'll throw in there. Doze it. Um Zombie by the Cranberries. What? That song. Do you guys remember the night that you all came down to my house? It, yeah, you had it on repeat. I had it I had it on repeat, <laughs> but no one noticed it. And it was I think it was like forty six or forty seven minutes in. Were you trying to torture us? I just had it low enough in wow. the background where it was kind of playing background music. And it just kept cycling over and over, over and over and over. And no one caught it.
0: Which that is one of the songs where you really like it at first. Like It comes on you're like, I a good song, I a good song. And then, but 46 minutes of just like, In your hair. Over and over. Not and listen over. to it all day, every day. I would. Or, or the, no. the, the um, what, Bad Wolves version. The Bad Wolves like version, that yeah, version.
3: That version is, that is I is will better. say this like
0: before version. we move to Why You Mad. There's a song that comes on the radio that the first five seconds of it, when you hear it you'll go oh my god this is that corny song but then it hits 10 to 15 seconds and you're like yo this song's fire and it is Hadaway, what is love <laughs> i actually listened to
2: it on the it came, way yeah it was on it was day. on like
0: SiriusXM xm the other day yeah. and it was it, the first five you're like oh god it's that cheesy song from not at roxbury and then it hits the it really drops you and I'm like this song is so fire <laughs> <laughs> you're really nod your head like that at the roxbury to it <laughs> back and forth exactly
1: you know what really grinds my gears? You're
0: oh, making me so mad. So, I'm going to break. I never have anything really mad to talk about. say never. But I'm going to do it now. Tim, what did you call, uh, when I texted you guys from the beach and said, hey, I have a why you mad. What did you call it? Like, coding? You had, like, a fancy word for it. So, it's, I had to look it up when you said it, because I know exactly oh, okay. what you are
1: talking about.
0: And it's it's buried in our text feed so you so i'll say it the guys know already i'll say it and then when tim finds the actual technical term for it he'll bring it up and i don't even know how all day long i've been trying to figure out how to say this without sounding like a jerk but the idea of this is we're supposed to be pretty open right like we're supposed to just talk freely let it rip potato chip um (laughs) (laughs) so there's so there's this thing people do and tim has a technical term for it. but there's this thing people do and it really bothers me I am a I'm an American born in America from North Carolina. So I'm, I'm gonna have somewhat of an accent just from being in North Carolina, in the South. But if I'm saying other words um, from another language, especially if you're ordering food or what have you, or like a holiday or something, I say it normal. I don't I just say it how I would say it because I don't put any emphasis on it. So what really bothers me is when you have someone who is from the South or whatever, and they they just have an American accent, but when it's like, for instance, the last one we just had was Cinco de Mayo. That's exactly how I'm saying that. It's Cinco de Mayo because I'm like, there's not 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 trying to be funny about it. That's how I'm going to say it because that's the only way to say it from my point of view. So it's really it bothers me when someone goes, "Oh yeah, um, I'm going to a Cinco de Mayo part." But why 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 would you trying to culturally appropriate? Why would you? Yeah, why do you put an accent on? Because you don't have. An accent and what's the technical term it's called code switching there it is mm. you don't hear it like none of you guys have ever done it but you don't hear oh, it, it like you know i'm like in you guys don't do it where it like makes me upset oh you hear it a lot of times in radio like radio djs will do it all the time and i don't know if they're just trying to be like funny or silly or whatever but you'll hear it where they'll say things like um they'll be like uh you know this saturday I'm going to be at Rocco's Tacos. Make sure you got swing by. I'm going to be there from 12 to 4 so we can celebrate Cinco de Mayo. And then, of course, I'm going to get some – we're going to have some chips and salsa and guacamole. Like, I know they're trying to be probably silly, but why are you putting the emphasis on those words? Like, that's not how you would say it. You say it like I say it or – Oh Tim, or like that's weird to me. Well, if you took a year mm. of community college Spanish, you'd want to use it too. I guess so. <laughs> na- I guess so. Uh, the the last person who does it, who called a lot of flack for it, is and I can't ever pronounce her name. Uh, she's kind of an attractive uh, chef, uh, female. I think she's from uh, from Italy. Uh, G- Giada. Giada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have no issues with anyone. Anyway, she caught a lot of f- spaghetti. Yes, I hated her place it. in Vegas. It was really good. She had she caught a lot of issues for that because she will she will god i hate saying talk normal but you know what i'm trying to say she talks like she talks every other second of right the so she's like so she'll be she'll just like that she's like hey so today we're gonna make uh we're gonna make you know uh
1: we're gonna make sunday dinner for the family yep. and, and we're gonna home. have all this 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 and by the time we're done we're gonna have
0: lasagna yeah and then she's like the first thing you want to do is you want to get your pan and you're gonna do this to the pan and that to the pan make sure you put your oven on 350 and then you're gonna put your lasagna like that Spaghetti. But, but you didn't do like, that to the terrible. other you didn't do that to the other words mm. And so now you're doing it to this one. Or when she's shredding cheese, she's talking normal. Oh, my husband loves when to make this. It's the greatest thing in the world. So we're going to go ahead and grab our mozzarella. No, like you. Mozzarella. Nope, nope, nope. You're mozzarella. Now, my wife, who a lot of times will play devil's advocate, will say things like, well, she's like, I understand how that could be a little upsetting. However, it doesn't bother her too much since um, that, say her name again, Giada, whatever. Giada. Is from mm. it- Italy. So she would probably naturally say, the word that way uh or if you like if tim like if tim was latino but he you know talked without right? an accent, no but if he said like a spanish you know a word like you know whatever yeah. um Queso. he would say it with a little bit of sure way. um for me i think it bothers me when like bro i know where you from and you ain't been out of this county and you trying to order? You trying to order Mexican food at the Mexican the local Mexican restaurant? And I hear you, uh, I hear you behind me being like, "Yeah, yeah, man, let me get two of them burritos uh, and give me <laughs> some roll that, the like, R's well, a roll that, yeah." Like, no, you don't need to talk that. You don't need to talk that way. Yeah. So I think my circumstance
1: that I run into is a little bit more aggressive than what what you're saying. Um, I have a coworker who is uncomfortable. I think in their own skin. So if she starts helping a customer who is more Southern, she changes the way she talks to that person. And she has a Southern twang in her voice. Then she helps somebody that's, I guess there's no right way to say this it, because it's terrible. And I, I call her out when she does it. Let's just say there's an ethnic person that comes in. I don't, I don't care what ethnicity it is. Steven Seagal. And then she starts talking to that ethnicity. So she starts to have a, she starts rolling her L's if they're Hispanic. She may, whatever she hears, she mimics. And then she's talking to that person that way. And I look at her and I'm, where did that just come from? It's like, like, what are you doing?
3: Mm-hmm. That's a real thing, though, that when you learn language, when you're like an infant and you're picking up language for the first time, like you are picking up things that you hear around you and you're mimicking those back. That's how you understand and learn different sounds to be able to create those. Right. So that's a, that's really how the human brain works. So it's natural to, to try and do that. But I think there comes a point when you're fluent in one language or two or three or whatever you learn and everything else after that is basically biased towards your natural language. So
1: if, if you did that, and let's say like you're just walking through a store, you meet somebody, and you do it, right? Nobody else is around you. That person doesn't know what you're doing. The only person who knows that you're doing that is you. Yeah. Except for when I'm sitting in the restaurant, like my favorite sushi restaurant in Charlotte, my mom, I mean, hates this waitress that works there. She's worked there 15 years. It is very is a very small restaurant. She'll come by and she'll help us and she talks to us like she's like this sweet Southern like upbeat, really happy girl. And she'll go to the table next to us and if they are of any ethnicity other than white Caucasian, they, exactly, she'll start talking like them hmm. And but I can hear her. She was just talking to me. She's now talking to this couple, and then she goes to this table, and, and she changes the way she – she just changes the way she talked to three different tables, and we all are side by side. Yeah. It infuriates me. So you said, you know, what what grinds my
3: gears and people talking about – I feel like that's so disrespectful. Yeah. It I is you, so disrespectful. It's almost more disrespectful than just mispronouncing whatever it is, right? Because in their language, say it's between Spanish and yeah. English. I can't pronounce words in Spanish because I don't know how to make those sounds. I don't know what they're supposed to sound like when I read them. Okay, and that's fine. When I'm communicating with a customer who speaks Spanish, I don't try to make it up. Like I feel like that's almost more offensive than just, "Hey, this is what it's called." Is it called, you know, Hernandez grading or whatever it is? And they'll, you know, correct me. But I'm not going to make it up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did. I did that today with a patient. um, For HIPAA reasons, I can't really go into. But there was a pronunciation at the beginning of their name. It was kind of like a common Hispanic last name, but there was a kind of like a, a three letter abbreviation beforehand. And in in Spanish, it can be said like four different ways, depending on what country you're from. Like Spain says it differently. Mexico says it differently. Um, they say it differently, like Colombia and El Salvador, they all say it differently. So it's like, I don't know where she's from, so I am not going to just go ahead and try to appropriate this name, and I'm just going to say it like we would say it here in English, which turned out to be the correct choice. But uh, I know exactly what you guys mean, but when it comes to, like, to being a server and stuff like that, if you are appropriating with your audience or your customers when it comes to like a serving job, then you can connect with them on a more personal level so that's probably why people kind of in customer service and also in the serving business will do that it's really inappropriate if you think about it Yeah. but at the same time it's going to allow you to build better rapport with those people and that's something that I was taught like when I went to sales training you want to get on a a deep level with your customers like that so that's probably why a lot of people do it and they'll do it subconsciously but I do know what you mean and it does drive me nuts too I do
0: it though
1: infuriates (laughs) me I mean, infuriates me. So,
0: uh, cause I think I would right, take it. Uh, yeah. I, I guess if I don't know, like, I, I guess if I was, I get where James is coming from. If I was, uh, like, 100% Italian and you guys were, I mean, you're you know, my friend, so it'd be different. But, like, if someone was trying to say things in the, in an Italian manner, I, I think I'd be like, okay, like, you're, you're good, dude. Like, you don't, like, you're good. Like, just call it, it's, it's chicken marsala. Well, imagine, like, that's, imagine that's if it. an Italian mm-hmm. came over here and he was like,
2: Could I get some of them (laughs) scrimp? You know, I mean, that would, that would, wouldn't be very funny. (laughs) I mean, it could be
0: depending on the context. It could be, but that is, that is, again, it's hard to come off because it, it's, it's hard to, I mean, obviously Tim and I are like agreeing a little bit. It's hard to say that really makes you angry because it's not really, they're not doing it to me, but I think when you hear it all the time, you're like, why are you? why why are you trying to change the the tone we're, we're not on the same page
1: because i'm not sorry that infuriates yeah, me yeah. and th-
0: they should change that's yeah
1: I, like you were saying don't Nick, don't i need
3: you to not be yourself guys change change who you are to it's appease us. wrong i feel like it's so wrong <laughs> i just there's I a difference like wrong. there's a difference between doing it on purpose and like trying to like push yourself into their you know their their grouping or, or whatever you want to say true but if you're doing it naturally and just happens to come out because you spend that much time around that particular group of people or that particular language or those sounds then that's that's different you can't really help that but if you're constantly doing if you're going from table to table to table and you're saying it differently on each table then you're obviously changing it yourself you're almost yeah yeah. okay
1: okay so the way you first said that so I have uh, my sister-in-law they're Mormon and so both of her brothers did as soon as they graduated high school they went and did their what's it called when you go and you stay somewhere for three years and you serve and like a missionary a missionary they did their missionary. One of them did it in Australia and the other one did it in a South American country, I believe. <clears throat> and if it's not South American, it doesn't matter. So they both went two different places. Okay. And when they both returned, they both had the accent of where they were. I get that. Mm-hmm. You just spent three years in Australia you will you have develop blend in. You, well, and I don't even know if you have to blend in, but I think you develop that mm-hmm. accent. And That's a natural thing, though. That's how it happens. Right. So I'm okay with that. But like you said, if we're in a restaurant and you bounce back and forth every two minutes and you change the way you talk,
0: yeah, yeah. Tim would it's have a, a huge joke. problem if like one of us took a weekend trip to Jamaica <laughs> and, <it> came, <laughs> and came back and was. Sure. <laughs> Everyone,
2: everything's Ari. Everything's Ari. Yeah, I would absolutely. I would. I would.
1: would, Yeah, guys, I'm not
2: gonna make it. Angry. angry. (laughs)
0: You
1: you do the intro on the and on the third time because I laughed every single time. I just get up and walk out,
2: bro. I've been here in the South for like what the latter part of 15 years now, and I still don't have a Southern accent because I fight it as much as I possibly can. I do catch myself slipping time to time, depending on like the company I'm with, but I will fight it and I will not have a Southern accent. That ain't that bad
3: it ain't that it
0: ain't, so, <laughs> it ain't, that, bad. ain't so, that bad so, bad so you boy. think
2: so you think i tell you right now it get it some that of that bad. milk i'm telling you milk
0: my god so that <laughs> is drinking
2: milk milk
0: <laughs> what is <laughs> that's like that's like eastern North carolina the milk that's milk milk well that's pretty much why what grounds my gears guys i've been waiting like uh two weeks to tell you this that was a long so, one yeah that was a, a good bit. conversation there yeah well i hope that we didn't uh, piss anybody off Nah, it's unapologetic. (laughs) Yeah. So the main topic, which could bleed into a, 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 this could bleed into part two because we're already um, running a little late, which is fine. We don't really care. Um, The main topic was last week we did an episode where I brought up a, in the trending topic, I brought up a list about the crazy dream jobs we read up. Yep. And during the, in, the the part of it, I said, hey, I know you guys will probably all have dream jobs. And if I were to ask you, you would give me one. Well, I kind of just blew past that because I wasn't really a part of it. My wife was listening and she was like, hey, that actually have been really cool if you would have let them, you know, speak and uh, <laughs> and she's our advocate and, and do it. So episodes ago, I think like early on, we actually did reference our dream jobs a little bit like in fun, but I thought we would be like do it for real like serious so okay the way we could do it is two ways well we'll do it two ways one give me a dream job that's unattainable like more likely it's not going to happen right and then give me one or two whatever that are attainable like right now you could leave this house full of motivation and be like i'm doing that so that's not going to be one that i talk about because <clears throat>
1: I couldn't do that to anything. I I have a job. I'm not leaving that job because nothing else is gonna support me in life well, right now. The way that but was. that's did. why it's a dream job. Well, it's not I don't a know reality job. It was a great topic.
0: I uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Today. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying.
1: I'm just saying. I think most of the anything that I'm going to tell you as far as my dream as far as my dream job, it would have to be something that I just didn't have any financial worries anymore. So then I get I got to do what I loved. Yeah. Right now, yeah. I do what uh, I do to pay bills and live a comfortable life. I would not be able to live a comfortable life with my two dream jobs, I think. Or not for a very, very, very long time.
3: I think you have to look at it as if there's no issues with the monetary value. Like, there's no money yeah. issue. barring like, all that. Yeah, everything. Money issues aside. Like, if you yeah. could just do something that you loved, what would it be? Okay. Barring
1: finances. I'd, I'd go to culinary school. Goodness. I'd become a chef. And I would only cater people i wanted to cater for and it would make me enough money who i could live a comfortable life i would not cater things that I didn't want to work for. If I didn't like you, I yeah. wouldn't do the you're job. Not, you're not. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be hurting for the money, so I wouldn't take the job. Well, but we I'd actually love. have a surprise for you tonight, Giada. If you'd come
0: <laughs> in here, for, <laughs> did she bring me some mozzarella? I texted. So I, text, sata. I texted my good buddy Steve Harvey. The gabagoo, and he said, as long as you keep your grades up, he will pay for your culinary school. Okay, so, cool, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> so it, it'd be that because I'd love to cook for anybody
1: and everybody anytime. Okay. Uh, plus, I'd like. I'd like to be able to cook for myself, just the best of the best. Okay. And then my second dream job would be I'd go to gunsmithing school Mm -hmm. and I'd become a gunsmith and I would open up my own store that I had my FFL. I was able to sell, purchase, order. um, And then if I wanted to work on guns, I could work on them and I can do anything I needed to do it because I would enjoy it and love it. So I want to be able to cook for you and I want to be able to provide you with weapons.
0: Okay hmm okay it's good i like it that's since honest you're at,
1: since you're looking at me i guess i'll go into mine <laughs> <laughs> it just happens that way i'm just looking just, at
2: the, just looked. It's right at it's always looking me. out across the table okay 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 i'm going i'm going all right. um so i guess barring like finances and stuff like that uh it would have to be like i would be a indie video game designer. I mean, I kind of am at the same time right now, but I don't have a lot of time to put towards it because, I mean, I've got a full-time job. And when it comes to to designing and coding things, it requires a lot of time, troubleshooting and testing and so on and so forth. I mean, just to write a couple lines of code is going to take me a couple of hours to get it correct, right? So it would probably be that or something along the lines of being Paid to be a professional tinkerer, like you know, Adam Savage. Yeah, how he's got his own show where it's like you know, uh, uh, what is the what the heck is tested? This? no the one he
0: builds stuff. Oh, that's right. Where he what does you build say builds, builds by builds. Savage. Or what did you call one it? that's what yeah. it is That's what is, huh? Yeah. Tinkerer.
1: Tinkerer. Okay, yeah. I didn't. I didn't catch the tinker part.
2: He's. Not tinking, not not tinkering, tinkering, yeah, tinkering. tinkering. <clears throat> so it's like, you know, one day builds, you know, Adam Savage. He literally just builds things and he gets paid to do that because he'll build things like he builds miniatures for movie sets. He'll build the robots. He built uh, BB eight for Star Wars. Adam Savage built that. Um, he helped design Grogu and stuff like that. So, I mean, that would be a dream job because I love to tinker with stuff. I love to build things, especially computers. I like to. when I was a kid, I used to take things apart, put them back together. This is something I like to do. So I think that would probably be a dream job for me just to have my own shop, tons of tools, and just sit there and build things all day. I could make like cool cosplay suits, like just whatever I wanted to do. That's what I would do. I mean, it it doesn't offer a whole lot to the community, but, you know, it would definitely offer a lot to people who love the entertainment industry. That's true. Yeah. So I'm very much in the entertainment side. Tim is very much on the food catering side. So where does Nick fall into this? Pool boy. Professional (laughs) 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 pool.
3: One day I'll take these water wings off. (laughs) You'll see. Um, I think if I could go into it and just really do anything and money was no issue, I'd want to get into photography. I don't know much about it. I kind of just watch YouTube videos and take pictures of things randomly. But I enjoy doing that. And I could do it. You could do sports. You could do wildlife, landscape, architecture, street, whatever you want to take pictures of. I don't want to do weddings. I think that's just that's a lot of pressure. And I just kinda of want to do my own thing, right? Like you could like just it's like cook. a freelance photographer. You want like to be a freelance culinary want. expert. Yeah, I absolutely. want to be a freelance right. photographer, right? So I could do what I want. You could still I could still do this and sell anything I want to buy or anything I want to make and put it online and sell it now. But I would want to be good at it. Um, I don't need to be world renowned or anything, but I want to be good at it. Um, Are you wanting
1: to uh, develop your own pictures as well after you f- take these pictures? Or? Everything's
3: digital, so all I have to do is like be able to edit everything on the computers. And yeah. you got to have like strong enough computers to do it. You got to have different softwares and whatever. But there's a lot of learning back there. It's just like you, the whole coding thing with you. Like it takes hours and hours to go through and edit all that stuff because you have thousands and thousands of photos Yeah, and each one if you don't pick you know one or two you got to do all of them Mm -hmm. it's forever if i
1: could give you any advice on that right this second if you could find it within the means in your time to just take photography one at cbcc and just do that class it was fantastic it was so much fun sharon and i did it together when we were in college and like you go in, you learn about how to do it, where to place things in the photos mm-hmm. and how you would capture the light and you would do the, um, uh, the uh, I can't even remember the terms now, the shutter speeds and how much light you let in on each picture. But then you go into that dark room and develop the photos you just took as a class and you have to put it through all of the stuff. And I understand you want to do the digital aspect of it, but if you really enjoy that, I can't imagine it being... Like, I mean, it would be an expense, but I can't imagine being like terrible, but then you said you don't know much about it. It would give you such a, like a foundation for it. And I'm telling you, I would never want to be a photographer in life, but it was so much fun. To take that class it was so cool i do remember having the option to take that
2: class it was either that or music theory and i chose music theory
3: <laughs> i just think it'd be a cool thing to do because you're not tied down anywhere like you can right. go wherever you want you can travel we can bring back the the crazy gas station cuisine van and just hit every national True. park and monument, whatever you want to do
1: you would take the most beautiful <clears throat> picture of each gas station yes
3: and the van would be perfectly placed
1: in said photo and then every all time. of the food that we had would also be just professionally Photographed. Here, oh, here's what we yeah. do. You cook it. I love it, it. it. I'll
3: photograph it. Yeah. Look at that deal. Let's do it. It's All right. right. 50-50 split. Perfect. And I'll throw one more in there. The unrealistic, unattainable thing that I would never try to do. I want to be a race car driver.
2: Oh. Hey, Frankie Muniz did it. You can do it. That guy has had like 70. six strokes. <laughs> what? No, I'm dead serious. Look it up. Frankie Muniz had like... Several strokes, like he has ter- terrible memory loss and stuff. Like, but he's the race car driver now. He drives NASCAR. Sure.
0: I was not gonna. I was not gonna put money on you saying NASCAR. Or race I don't car like driving. NASCAR that much. I would like want to do some
3: kind of race car driving, like Indy cars? Okay. I think. You, I don't like driving in circles. Is boring. to Sure. Be. What about? I'll be honest. What That's about true.
2: like? uh You know, uh rally car racing. Oh, oh yeah, the, like that. So cool. I'll be. I'll be your co-pilot. Ooh. Nine 90 left, sixty yeah. right. Ninety yeah, left.
0: You gotta navigate right. that thing. Look at that. Oh yeah. It's already happening, dude. Your unattainable and dream. Tim can be in the it's back of the van, just right making food here. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. well, just, I, you right have here. food when you're done racing. <laughs> see. <laughs> what about you, Kevin? It's already see your unattainable dream. And I'll create your sim. I'll
2: create your simulator. Your uh, racing simulator. Perfect Ooh. computer. Bam.
0: There it is. Bam. We need to get a garage. <laughs> <laughs> just a big garage.
1: Well, all three of us. <laughs> Barn dominium. Just. <laughs>
0: I wrote three, I wrote three down and I really thought about it cause I want to be serious and not, you know, not, not say anything like stupid that you guys would be like, no, seriously dude. Like, is that for real? So I wrote down three, no judgment here. Uh, my wife actually even helped me a little bit, like be like, yeah, that's true. So I think the unattainable one, which people are doing it. So it's not that it's that unattainable, but it's such a saturated market As we've talked about it before. Who wouldn't want to get paid? to just travel, Mm-hmm. Just travel the freaking world right whether it's the van life people or it's people living out of a winnebago or it doesn't even matter the people who are being paid just to pack up drive from north carolina to california along the way. All you doing is stopping off at restaurants and coffee places and all the cool uh, attractions along the way and you're making videos photos etc cetera, etc cetera. who wouldn't want uh to do that right not that it's an, again not unattainable, but how many people are doing that? Like you go on you go on YouTube right now and just type in Savannah, Georgia travel vlog, and you'll be there for hours upon hours of people doing the same video over and over. So I think one is who wouldn't want to get paid to travel? Mm. Will we agree? Yeah. Love it. The second one, which isn't, again, it's not 100% unattainable. It's unattainable now because obviously I've gotten older. This should have been something that I, I did at 18 years old coming out of school. Is I think it would be really badass to work on a flight crew. I Not for American Airlines. A real flight crew. <laughs> either being <laughs> flight medic or a helicopter pilot on life flight. Mm-hmm. There's something so, and I know this sounds weird, but James gets it. It's kind of a geeky thing. There's something so... It's eerie to see the helicopter because we live kind of we live out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So when we see the helicopter come, and we know it's not good, but there's something so beautiful about that because you know that we have the technology to come and get you, like we'll it's, get you to the hospital it's, so it's okay, it's possible, like we got you. Um, and then of course it's interesting to see them. We've since we live out <clears> in the middle of nowhere, we've seen them do some amazing landings, and it's crazy to think that they'll pull off some beautiful landings in the middle of like the interstate. And then they just go back home, yep. Like that, like the pilot just goes back home and just goes this. Like no one talks about it. He don't talk about it. He just did it. So that's that's a cool one. Even though it's not like it's unattainable, but at this point, it's kind of unattainable. Yeah. Anytime I see those slight medics, always strike up a conversation yeah. with them. Uh, the last the last one my wife helped out, which which she said was fitting, is I've always wanted to do a job in entertainment, not television, but always uh, my dream gro- growing up was to either work in like radio. So like an entertainment job, so like radio, um, voiceovering, audiobooks, that type of thing. Which that itself is not unattainable at this point. Right, yeah, I would love nothing more. There's a narrator she listens to all the time. I won't say his name because it kind of gives off the the particular books that she's listening to. But there's a uh, <laughs> there's a narrator who has a amazing voice like that. His voice sounds like smooth molasses. It's perfect, but. The fact that he can literally roll out of bed, brush his teeth, wear b-ball shorts and a white shirt and do a voice, you know, do an audio book is I bet he doesn't even have to
1: brush his teeth.
0: Probably not. (laughs) So there's something cool about that. Like he's, you're working from home, which is a dream of mine. And you're just, uh, you're just reading a book. You're doing it good, of course. And, And for
1: you, I mean, you're already like such a, like a night owl, like. You just live your day like you want to, and then everybody goes to bed, and you spend six, seven hours that night just reading into like, yep. a, and it's so- a recording thing, and then you wake up with another $10,000 in your bank account overnight <laughs> and, because of your voice recording. No,
2: it's, it's a lot of fun to get into the, the voices of the characters and stuff. When yeah. I used to read to Zoe when she was younger, like she loved the po- Winnie the Pooh books because I could do the Winnie the Pooh voice as well, and I would just read back to her like, <laughs> Oh, biglet and stuff like that. (laughs) As I'm reading the book to her, and she loved it. But I was like, "That's actually kind of fun for Uh me because I can get into the
1: character." You know? Question for you. Yeah, I love where you're at with that. Yeah, and there's a place for that because you're reading books for your kids. But does Mr. Man like change his voice when he's reading the book from
0: female to male to uh, boyfriend to a lot lover of them, to
1: father to grandfather a lot to do the only really? thing I've heard yeah. him
0: do. And again, I won't say his name, but the only thing I've heard him do is he he'll do his regular voice. He will go up a little bit to do a female and then he does. Uh, he'll draw. He'll do the French. He has a way to do like a French accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not changing anything.
1: So I'm not going to pretend to be French. That would be code switching.
0: So yes. Not yeah. yeah. oui, oui, oui. <laughs> let's just say that when he did the French accent, the let's just say the women's on the interwebs loved it.
2: Oh, really? It's yeah. like Lumiere from yeah. Beauty and the Beast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like just the man. <laughs> just the
0: man. But I think those those like those three would be it. I wanted to ask like a serious. One. Ones. So any of those before we close out, like, Tim, are you gonna are you gonna go home and be like, you know what? Baby, I'm quitting. No, oh, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> James, are you going home and saying, Baby,
2: I'm quitting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. See, Is this her note? Just, I'm gonna go start uh, working on some code right now. That's a breakthrough right there. We had a breakthrough. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How Nick? about you, Nick? Are you going uh, home and saying, babe, I I'm quitting?
3: I think I'm going to keep my day job. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> At least for another year. Maybe. Yeah. Fun, One or
0: two. Nick. Well, so before we close out, so we'll, we'll do this. So, Nick, I say we we put a challenge out for Nick. I say that we do, uh, since we kind of record every other, uh, why don't we, next week, we get together and Nick can do photography. You can try photography. We still need pictures and headshots. We still need stuff. to do the photo shoot. So we'll like, there's that. Uh, no judgment. We won't pay you for it, but there's that. You have to pay us. <laughs> not even and a then taco. Tim can just cook some banging food. <laughs> whatever oh, you want. Yeah. yeah. And What then, you want? I don't know. Whatever. Ribs. It's rib season. Fried bologna not, sandwich. Not. Let's mm. do it. Mm. Did you see
1: them? Uh, we'll we'll talk about this after this, but there's <laughs> a, <laughs> they took a bologna log. The most recent thing I've seen on uh, uh, barbecue stuff is they take the big, huge tube of bologna from like the deli and they'll cut it oh I saw that. like a waffle fry oh, and then they'll put it on a smoker after they rub it in mustard and like um uh like a dry rub and as they smoke it it looks like a blooming oh. bologna log instead of like a bloomin' onion i'm a intrigued yes yeah, it, oh, it looked kind of cool but we're gonna try that's that. a lot of bologna gosh was that was that
2: like a pun no, was it was a, like was that <laughs> a lot of bologna? Were you just giving us a lot of baloney? <laughs> right no, no, no
1: BS. <laughs> <laughs> Real baloney, smoked logs. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> well, that's a lot of baloney. It's better than a ranch, God, God, dude. I love that, right, Nick? Way
3: <laughs> better than a ranch, man. <laughs> I do love a <laughs> ranch, vein. Forgot about that.
0: Oh, dude, that is so disgusting. <laughs> Go check that episode out. That was when we did gas station, uh, gas station cuisines. Tim talking about a ranch fan running through it. And on that disgusting note, thank you guys again for tuning in and subscribing and liking to all of our platforms. Fellas, sign us off. Sweet dreams. Later, nummies. Y'all have a great night. Stay salty, peeps.